Welcome to the She Built This podcast, where we are sharing the stories of professionals and entrepreneurs who are on a mission to create the new norm by following their dreams and making them a reality. I'm your host, Emily Aborn, and together we are inspiring, growing, and giving you the tools you need to bring ideas to life so you can build whatever this means for you. Hello and welcome back and happy Wednesday. Um, I want to thank all of those of you who shared your feedback on last week's episode with Amy LaBelle and Emily Otterman. Your comments and response to it was incredible. And that is not to be confused with amazing. I realized in listening to the introduction of that episode that I say the word amazing no less than probably six times in the first three minutes of that episode alone. And you know, I said it throughout because I can't just I can't stop myself. It's insane. So I've decided to incorporate some new words into my vocabulary, you know, like a proper adult. So I will be using alternatives like phenomenal, fabulous, well said, stunning, magnificent, fin- yeah, I can't even say some of them, magnificent, fantastic. And when I use them, I don't want you to be scared. It doesn't mean that the content is not amazing. I just really need a new adjective instead of saying amazing. On another note, completely unrelated, um, many of you know that I recently outed myself on focusing entirely on content and not on the social media management side of things, which I never really was doing. People just thought I was doing it. And so then I said, yes, of course I do. And I did. It's confusing. I know. But you did a good job following. So anyway, during that time, I was watching people like Stacey Nahiski, my friend, who gets really excited about social media and all of the analytics and the ins and the outs. And I was like, oh, that's what it's supposed to look like when you're excited about social media, when you actually want to learn about social media. In fact, we went to a conference called Social Media Marketing World together, and she was into all of like the analytics and um, learning to use tools more. And I decided to check myself into all of the breakout sessions about, you know, storytelling and branding and Facebook groups. I liked Facebook groups, but mostly they were about writing and copy and such. I didn't really want to learn about TikTok or the latest features on Instagram. And now I know that of course, these are valuable tools for us to learn as our as business owners. So I'm going to learn what I can to help me like meet the goals that I have for my business and help to keep my clients in the know. But I don't do social media, so to speak. And since I have honed in on that and really decided what I do want to do, it has been glorious. So I don't exactly remember why I brought that up. Oh, no, just kidding. I do. It's because Rachel Crampy is today's guest and she is a social media whiz when it comes to ads and funnels. And just to give Stacy one more shout out, we did meet through Stacy, which we mention in the episode. Um, Rachel is passionate about curating unforgettable customer journeys with Facebook ads and evergreen funnels to keep creatives, coaches, and small businesses sold out. She has a very holistic approach in how she helps business owners. And really her goal for them is to create the freedom and income that they want for themselves so that they can start to learn to love their businesses again. Fun facts about Rachel. She lives with her partner and two up to no good cats, Jackson, Sierra, and Texas. She has ambitions to travel all over the U.S. national parks. She's already done 20 of them. She also likes health, healthy cooking and 
hiking when she's not working. And I believe her partner is now her fiance and she's working on planning her wedding. So when you ask her about those national parks um, and that, that goal, you can also give her a big old congratulations. In today's episode, we talk about the why, what, and how of Facebook ads. We talk about what you need to know and have in place before you get started with them as well as the customer journey and what mistakes she sees when it comes to Facebook ads. When do you need support and when can you just do it on your own? And what I really love about Rachel is she couples all of this super granular knowledge with a very big picture um, mindset. So she is she's gonna give us a little bit of coaching at the end you'll see in the episode. And full disclosure, we were both feeling a little wacky the day of the recording. So if if it sounds like two wackadoodles talking, that's why, because um, I think we were both sick. So you know I like to keep things fun here on the She Built This podcast for you. So all right, without further ado, here is my interview with Rachel Crompie. Hello, Rachel, and welcome to the She Built This podcast. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. This has been a long time coming. Um, and I'm trying to think of, we're like internet friends because I think we met through Stacey Nahiski, who you met in person at a retreat. Correct. Yeah. So then I met you through her. I don't even really know how, and now we're like internet BFFs. It's great. It is. I love having those. Um, they're my favorite. (laughs) Not like in an AOL instant messenger kind of way, but you know what I mean. Um, all right. So first off, I love knowing the story of how people got started. So I want to hear the story of you and how you got into doing what you're doing. And you can tell us as many details as you like. The more details, the merrier. How did you become an entrepreneur? Um, yeah. Um, okay. So back when um, I, in my earlier 20s, mid 20s, I guess, was like, man, I have gone through some crazy stuff in my life. And I had this um, desire to help other people in that stage, kind of like quarter life crisis, figure things out because I had kind of figured things out for myself um, just along the way um, from, you know, becoming the youngest project manager in my company to moving around all over the place and just kind of like really feeling like I didn't have a lot of direction in those areas and that I had learned the tools that someone needs to feel like safe and happy. Um, And so I wanted to start in that direction. And what I learned is as I started to build that business is that actually my true um, skills ended up being in that business marketing, business operations area And it was just one of those things that when I came in contact with those, you know, um, principles that I could adopt them really well and write really good copy and, you know, have a sales prowess that maybe some other people didn't have, um, that I really enjoyed sharing more than I, you know, wanted to do anything else because, um, yeah, being in business for myself has always been a dream. When I was very young, I did swim lessons and stuff like that and worked for myself. And, um, then when I met my partner, um, you know, he traveled around a lot for work. So it was kind of inevitable that I had to go through this, um, route. So when we decided to move in, I looked for remote work and I 
ended up connecting with my marketing coach who asked me to uh, work alongside her. And so in that partnership, I was helping multiple entrepreneurs in all different, you know, niches, um, create their um, funnel plan, as well as, um, what do you call it? A um, Facebook advertising, sorry. (laughs) And um, we have helped hundreds of different people create these sales funnels um, that have, you know, created consistency in their business and gotten them in the eyes of people that wouldn't typically be in their like surrounding networks. So from there, I've kind of morphed that again into what I learned in that space was that it's more um, important to have a really well thought out customer journey so that your Facebook ads and funnels run correctly. So I try to kind of, instead of saying like, oh, this is a hot new thing, let's go do this. It's more of like, these are the three principles of business this is what you need to apply over and over and over again. And this is how you apply it to an evergreen funnel and Facebook advertising. So. I love it. So we'll, we'll get into some of the details on that, but it sounds like you kind of like needed to be a person that had your own business because of your lifestyle. And so you created something around your skill set. And I know that you're like at no shortage for work because this is something that a lot of people need help with. And a lot of people bang their head against the wall trying to figure out for themselves. So yeah. So why don't you talk about your actual, like what the services are just so we can like get an overview and then dive in. Totally. Totally. So Um, I primarily work with like creatives, coaches, healers, um, both product and service based. And we create that customer journey that using those evergreen funnels and Facebook ads. So essentially, um, a customer journey is that mapped out process of like you meet somebody, they're considered a cold lead. And how do you provide them the resources they need to be warmed up to either decide that your services are for them or not for them? So customer journey is a little bit different than a funnel, um, but they work together. And so my services is essentially auditing someone's business, determining where they have, um, you know, kind of low hanging fruit. It's a business term. Sorry, I don't need to get all businessy on here to to help them to, um, to, you know, drive more traffic to their business so that they can grow their business, um, as well as create a long-term funnel strategy so that they aren't having to like work as hard day to day, like building content and, um, communicating like with every single person. So it's on autopilot. Um, first of all, you're you're definitely allowed to use business speak on this podcast. That is that is who it's for. Um, and I think all of those people that you described are exactly people that listen to this podcast. So it's perfect. I just don't um, like sounding and cheesy. As we, that's, the, that's where I get there. Oh, <laughs> I'm like the cheesiest person this side of I don't know Texas. <laughs> Love it. Um, okay, so one thing I I have definitely learned, and I'm sure you've learned this too, is. It really takes time to like your customers have to have so many interactions with you before they become your customers. You know, they have to like repeatedly see what you're 
sharing and how your message is coming across a certain number of times. Do you know what that magic number is of how many times people typically take to see your message before they click buy so, now? It has always been about seven or eight. And then I feel like in recent years, I've been seeing more information on it being even more. And I'm not sure if that's like a product of just being online touches and sometimes they're not super in your face. Um, But, you know, think about how many times you see a commercial if you're watching a show on Netflix or TV or wherever that might be, and how many times that plays over and over and over again. And those companies wouldn't be doing that unless it was working. So it's a lot of times, but uh, seven or eight is kind of like the general rule. And then it can possibly be more um, depending on the price of your offer, depending on the well-knownness of your brand. Um, so if people don't know your brand, it takes longer. Um, and um, depending on the type of product you're selling. So if you're selling something and for example, it's a product. So like, so Everybody knows what soap is. They don't need a lot of explanation there. If they like your sense or they like your style or they like that you have eco-friendly packaging, makes sense. But if you have something new, something innovative, um, be that a service or a product, they're going to need a little bit more details before they're ready to buy. And that's what's known as the sales cycle. It's from the in, you know initial first interaction to ready to purchase. So I hope that helps. Yeah, and some people's are way longer than other people's, um, for sure. So, uh, and as much as Ego tries to sell me their waffles in those commercials, I'm still never going to buy them, so they can stop. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) I'm just kidding. All right, so let's dig into Facebook ads and ClickFunnels and all of that fun stuff that is all your lingo, not mine. Um. Why, why nowadays do we need to consider, or maybe it's like a need to, um, running Facebook ads for our businesses? Yeah. So why you should be running Facebook ads is because, um, you want to grow your business. So you want more consistent leads coming in and you want to be visible to more people. So it's, it's kind of a, a point in your business that, you, you know, you can start Facebook ads from the beginning um, to kind of get out and get your brand out there. But a lot of times I think it's best to do Facebook ads once you've had a few customers, you know that you're at kind of this plateau, you can take a lot more, but you're not getting them fast enough. And so Facebook ad is kind of like putting gasoline on that fire, if that makes sense. Totally. Um, so what do you think? Like, let's say somebody wants to start dabbling in Facebook ads. What kind of budget do you think that they're looking at? Or does it sort of vary? Yes. So it definitely varies. Um, It varies mainly on the results you expect. So um, I've helped business owners run ads for less than $5 a day. I usually call this my $1 ad strategy because that's about what they spend getting started. Um, and this is a strategy that you can implement if you have a lot of traffic on your sites and pages, or you do a lot of engagement. So people are coming to your page often. Um, will this turn into a customer fast? No, but it will give you leads to, you know, um, nurture into customers. Right. Um, however, kind of like the average I'm wanting people to expect is about a 10 to $15 a day minimum. Um, And I think the biggest thing to know about ads is when you start them the first time, ads work. I've gotten ads to work for everybody, but there is tweaking. 
there is this optimization period that I want people to be mindful of because a lot of people think that the ads are just going to turn on and start working. And typically you're going to need to minimally have about $500 you want to gamble with before you're going to be making some money. But ideally, if depending on your service too, you might want to have quite a bit more up to like two grand to really invest in a very solid extreme ad strategy, if that makes sense. Um, so there's all kind of, and that would be like to have like quicker leads, leads coming in fast to you. Right. Um, but if you expect ads to just kind of get more eyeballs on your stuff and to slowly nurture those people into leads, you can do it for a dollar. So Wow. Um, All right. So what I think is it's not enough to just have an ad, right? Like you have to have some other things in place first before you start running ads. So what are those pieces that like I've seen people do this a bunch of times like I want to run Facebook ads, but then the Facebook ad isn't necessarily leading people anywhere. Um, So let's talk about some of those things that you need to have in place before you start running the ads. Okay, great. So First of all, just a couple of like technical things. You have to have a Facebook page and you have to have a pixel, Facebook pixel installed on your website or landing page, or if you have like a linking app on your Instagram, um, I've just gotten into beacon.ai, which is a really cool one. Um, instead of Linktree, that's like an alternate. Um, and you have to have that installed because there is two types of ads. There's a boost post, which you can do. and um, you know, it just kind of gets more eyeballs on what's you're pushing out to your customers. But there are other ads. There's um, a quite a few. Um, what do you call it? Campaign types. Um, I believe it's like ten or a little less than ten that you can actually request. Like, hey, I want more people to like this post. Hey, I want people to come to this page. Hey, I want people to buy. Um, hey, I just want you to get this in front of these people. It's important that these few people see it. So there's different types of ads and you kind of need to know what you're trying to achieve by that mapped out customer journey. So that's really deciding like, what are the the steps and where are these people in my funnel? Um, Knowing that, you know, a, a new person needs to be spoken to in a different way than somebody who's um, either worked with you in the past or really knows your content. Um, those people want you want to feel that uh, connection and be treated differently than someone's like, you know, that you're just kind of calling out and like, hey, girl, you want to be on my team? Um, so there's a, a way you speak to people and an offer strategy that differs depending on where somebody is in that customer journey. Um, and then finally, a thing that you have to have in place too is patience and faith. <laughs> This is something that I've seen people that, again, like they think that this is going to happen really fast. Um, And then if something doesn't go right, they get very disappointed. And so I really want that mindset portion to be at least touched on because if you haven't worked on your patience, if you haven't worked on that belief that things are going to work out for you, it's going to feel like pulling teeth. Yeah. So it sounds like you have to do a little mindset work too with people, not just help them to run ads. 100%. Like ads is the easiest part of my job. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Okay. So let's talk about some of the biggest mistakes you see or like what can go wrong. Yes. So um, 
the number one thing that I would say can go wrong is definitely that missed expectation. So again, that's just kind of really calibrating yourself to say that this is a supplemental thing for my business. Marketing takes money. Um, so I'm going to be paying Facebook to get more people to me. Right. Um, and the expectation is they will turn into customers, but there is other pieces to that, you know, problem. Cause again, Facebook ads, you can get them to work. Facebook ads actually are one of the most, um, fruitful ads on the internet, um, where you can get the most leads for the least amount of money type situation. Um, and that changes every day whenever, you know, a new site comes up or someone else tweaks how their ads work or things like that. Um, but I do think that sometimes people think that ads are just going to immediately work. And I think that that is very disappointing when they don't. So missed expectations would be the first thing that can go wrong. Um, but aside from that would be those technical issues. So pixel related issues, not having that installed correctly or not installed on every single page. Um, something that I recommend is testing your funnel from start to finish. Um, I would do that weekly at, or even daily, maybe at first is having your Facebook ad, clicking the link in the ad, clicking to the landing page, clicking through the landing page, ensuring you get that email, um, that starts that funnel and just kind of going through those steps to make sure everything is working. Because I have been a victim of that where I've spent a good amount of money and there was literally just a broken link on things. So oh, no. um, that would be number one. <laughs> and I've heard that like uh, one mistake that people make is that, you know, they don't set up that landing page in the first place and they just have the ad like going to their homepage and then people are like, okay, now I'm just at the homepage and it doesn't get them to where they want to go. So that's something recently that I've just heard people having to go back and redo and say like this needs to go to this specific spot not just like my homepage. Um I have That's a, so smart. I have a technical question for you. So when you run Facebook ads, does it also automatically go to Instagram or is that a separate thing and do you do both? Yes. So there is when you're running your ads, so just know that Again, if you've ran ads in the past, you might have boosted ads. And what we're talking about is going down and what's the, it's going down in the ads manager. <laughs> and the ads manager is that place where you can have more focused ads. Okay. Um, and in that there's three levels to your ads. There's your campaign, which is saying, Hey, Facebook, this is what I want you to do. And this is the amount of money I want you to spend. There is the ad set level, which is um, going into your audience, your placements, and um, also just depending on the ad type, it might also include the money. Um, and so on that ad set level, you would be going in and telling it where to put your ad. So you can do both Facebook and Instagram ads since they are a conglomerate, I guess. And um, the one thing about like the pro tip here is that you want to make sure that your ad is in the best places. So typically that costs a little bit more money, but it makes sure that you're not just kind of on a bar somewhere. It's that you're right in someone's face. Um, so that is a part where you can take off placements that aren't right in front of people's places in the ad set level. Yeah, that makes sense. 
All right. So let's talk about funnels because they're lovely when it comes to helping my spices get into the right spice jar, but I have no idea what it means when it comes to online. So tell me what a funnel is um, and, and help me like put my mind around that. That analogy was so dear to my heart because I love cooking. Um, so thank you for that. Um, and I think there's so many cooking analogies that uh, relate to business too. Okay, so. wait, we need to talk about what your favorite spice is. No, if okay. you were a spice, what would you be? Oh, man. I got mine ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Okay. You know what spice you are already? Yeah, of course. I put a lot of thought into this. I'm cinnamon. It's very like earthy, but a little spicy. Some people do not like it at all. It's also sweet. Oh, <laughs> okay. Um, It's in sweet things, I should say. It's not. Okay, it's okay. I, I think I might know what spice you're talking about. Okay, so what we're going to go at the same time? Oh, no. I already said mine. Mine's cinnamon. What's yours? Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, that's definitely cinnamon she's talking about. Well, there you go, see? <laughs> okay, so my favorite spice to use, and now I don't have an analogy of how this like works to me, is definitely garlic, but you could also say that's like an aromatic. So it's so funny. I want to say this, but it sounds ridiculous. There is a spice that I'm using. It's like a combo spice, and it's called um, Slap Your Mother, <laughs> Mama. <laughs> This is so ridiculous. And it's like essentially a, a seasoning, a seasoning salt. So like it just kind of has like a general flavor, but it has that spice to it. It has that kick. So that is where the slap comes in. It's some type of cayenne or something like that. So you're a lot. Oh, I definitely pictured you as cayenne. Yes. Okay. It's like something spicy. Yes. Um, so poor Rachel did not see that question coming. And I just kind of like threw her under the bus. No more. But let's go. Let's go back to the funnel analogy and uh explaining what a funnel is okay perfect perfect um okay so a funnel so I've talked about the customer journey a little bit and I just want to go back to that I know that people are probably like ah. um <laughs> but the customer journey are kind of like those mapped out steps and the copy you need um to entice your customer into your product or services and to also help them decide like, hey, this is not for me, right? And that's where the funnel part comes in. So to me, there is the journey that your customer goes on and then there is the funnel. And so the funnel is those steps, which like if you think of a funnel, um, you talk to a lot of people at the beginning and it gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And so this is another little marketing tip is like, when you are talking to people at the top of your funnel, reverse that funnel. And I, I'll get into this in a second. And you want to be more direct. Like if you can be more direct and say, hey, I'm looking for, you know, 28 year olds who like to cook, who want to learn to cook for their families. Okay. And then as your funnel goes down, you can kind of spread out and be like, we're also going to talk about you know, nutrition and how to, how to incorporate nutrition and stuff like that. And so you're kind of like helping somebody say, Hey, this is for me at the beginning of your funnel. And then go down through that funnel and learn that they're going to get more things from you. Okay. So that is kind of like a, like the copy based part of your funnel, excuse me. Um, but the technical part of your funnel is the automated steps because your funnel should be automated. Um, <clears throat> to 
trigger, um, you know, different content to the customer. And funnels can be very basic and they can be very um, intricate. You just need to start with, hey, they've signed up to my email list and now there's this amount of emails. I would encourage you to have at least seven that take them through the no like trust factors of who I am, what I do, and um, why they should, you know, work with me versus someone else, right? Um, and so that's the automated steps. And then, you know, you can have a million other things. You can have other landing pages, other offers, you know, all of those things that are just getting triggered based on your client's behavior in the funnel or your audience's behavior in the funnel. Um, but I consider the funnel to be that automated technical piece, um, I like it. It sounds like a subway system. Like, all right, you get, you like go in, you get on the subway system and then there's like all these other branches that you could get off on, or you can stay on the red line and go all the way to the end of the line. So I kind of, it's, it's a very intricate system. I love that. I love that. And it doesn't, it's not hard. You can start with just a couple of emails, but you can do so much more with a funnel. So yeah, yes, you're totally right. Um, okay, so I guess in doing all of this, what lesson do you wish that you had learned before you started? Like, I'm sure you've had a lot of trial and error, and you've probably seen a lot of other people struggle with trial and error. So what's something you wish you knew before you got to where you are today? Oh, my goodness. Okay, so many things. <laughs> um, so I have... I can't just come up with one thing. Is that okay? Like I will make it short, but I can't come up with. No, no, there's no, there's no time limit here. We're all good. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Um, so, um, I think it depends on where you are in your business is kind of like the biggest thing. And then I feel like there's kind of an overarching one. So the number one thing is like, if you are just getting started, I think that a lot of us think that we need to have a fancy website, a really fancy funnel, you know, great content that's going out every single day on social media and like all of the things we need to have all of the things. And what I want to encourage people who are just getting started is to start with, with what you've got. So, um, you know, don't worry about having all of the things. Like I have worked with businesses that are multi six figure that don't even have websites. So like you do not have to have any of the things to get started. And as someone who, you know, now and again deals with some chronic like um, neck issues and pain from that, you don't need to show up in the way that everybody else is showing up with. Um, I remember one time I like found some information on that about another entrepreneur that dealt with chronic things. And um, they, you know, were just so disappointed because they were very sick certain days and they couldn't work all of the days. And I think that that's really been helpful because we're all, you know, um, struggling with different things in our households and, um, just surroundings. And so like, don't get yourself down if you can't do all of the things. So start with what you've got. Um, don't worry about the fancy things. Don't worry about showing up every single day, like whatever you have time and energy and, you know, physically capable of do it there because you can be successful doing that. Yeah, I want to totally just second that with you. Like it's it's up to you the kind of business that you want to build. It's up to you how many hours you want to work. And and there are different ways to achieve that, you know. Um but you don't need it. 
um, Stacy and I actually were just talking about this morning. Like you don't need a million followers to be successful. You can be successful doing what you want to be doing and there's a way to do it. So it's, it's sometimes like if you're not feeling that's exactly where you are, I think sometimes it's being really creative and asking how you can get there. And you know, part of that is doing things like this. Um, now you, I know that you have not had to really like advertise yourself very much. So (laughs) But but I also think a lot of that comes down to like your mindset around how you wanted to build your business and how you have grown yourself through word of mouth marketing, essentially. hundred percent. It's um, I've been very fortunate and, you know, um, and I do put out a good product. And so if you do that, people are going to refer you and you don't need any of the things then is something I've learned. It's like that's why I've kind of expanded my business from solely recommending Facebook ads to reminding people that there are so many ways to do business. And like, also it's important to decide what's unique and important for you, right? Because everyone's out there being a guru teaching you to do these certain things. But I just was talking to somebody about this too. And it's like, a lot of times they're recommending you to the affiliate programs that they have. And while they might be great affiliate programs or things of that nature, like you may or may not need it. And so it's really helpful to do that audit that I was speaking of that I do with clients to realize like, what does your unique business do based on your goals and your lifestyle and your wants and needs? Um, Because there's a million ways to do business. There's really only, like I said, like about three things that you really need to like focus in on and like um, perfect or refine master um, to do it right. And I like to call it, this is me going back to that, uh, cooking that I love is I like to say like follow recipes not rules because there aren't rules and there aren't there isn't one golden egg somewhere um if you're following the the three main things which is like for me it's mindset which is also wrapped up into sales knowing that you know there is enough for everybody that abundance you know concept as well as remembering that you know if you're like nervous or anxious or upset, if your nervous system isn't calm, like nobody else is going to be around you. So when you work and refine those things, that will attract your customers, right? Um, and then- this is so you guys didn't know you were getting like one part coaching here. We just thought this was about Facebook ads and funnels. <laughs> I dive into this stuff like without permission. So reel me in. But um, yeah, the the other part is that like marketing aspect, right? Um, it's it's how do you talk to your customer? Because marketing is not just social media. That is you standing up in front of a crowd and speaking to them and making sure that, you know, your speech is geared towards teaching a customer their next step, that call to action, which is not always buy my product. It's sometimes just like go do something or implement this and let me know. Um, and then finally, there's the methodology section um, or principle, I guess, which is how am I going to do this? Am I going to be a speaker? Am I going to use Facebook? Am I going to use Instagram? What, um, you know, there's so many tools and resources out there, um, that you can use to run your business, your website, your, uh, financials, your, all of those things. And so it's deciding what is for you and then implementing that, sharing it with a team, if you have one, all of those things. So that, those are the three things, marketing mindset methodology that you have to have everything else is negotiable. I love that. And I would completely agree. Yeah. Um, all right. Do you think, so why would, when, how would someone know whether or not they could do 
ads and funnels by themselves or whether or not they should be getting support? Like what are some of the red flags that you probably shouldn't be doing this on your own? So what I was just talking about previously um, with a start with where you're at, right? Um, Or what you've got. If you do not have any resources to hire somebody to help you with this, like what I want you to do is to remember that you are in funnels currently. <laughs> all those webinars that you've signed up for or all those freebies that you've signed up for on the internet, you are now in somebody's funnel, likely. Um, pay attention to what they're doing. You know, just a huge no-no is don't take their stuff and redo it, but pay attention to what they're doing and create something of your own, right? Um if you don't have the resources. So I just want to like give everybody permission that that is where you can start because everybody starts at a different place. But when you are ready to invest in a coach of some sort, um, you can do that. You should definitely do that because, um, you know, a favorite quote of mine is you're the average of the five people you surround yourself with. And, um, I'm a big quote person too. I, I would revealing just how cheesy that I am. Um, (laughs) And, um, you know, you really can't do it alone at a certain point. And like, that doesn't mean that you have to have a team even to get started. That just means that you do need that expert advice. And something I just want to like remind people is that million dollar businesses, first of all, um, they have not just one marketing person, they have a team of marketing people. Right. And so, Sometimes we compare ourselves to other influencers and we're like, well, I'm not, it doesn't look like this. It doesn't look like that. And, um, okay. Another quote, perfectionism is an abusive construct. Like if we're always trying to be perfectionism and try to avoid the the shame of not looking like an influencer that we care about, we're not going to do our business. We're not going to move forward. And that is the biggest, um, disservice to the clients that you could have and or if you have a product right like I just want to be clear that this is this goes both ways I talk about services a lot um but I actually have a um yearly calendar client of mine right now and like there it is so the the product is going beyond just um you know showing up for people every day to help them plan out their lives it's it's a bigger thing than that. Right. And if they didn't go forward with their process, they would be doing a disservice to these people that have found so much clarity and concentration and, you know, um, just all of that, right. Um, from either a product or a service. So, yeah, that is my, that is like what I want to stand on a soapbox and say, like when you're not putting your message out there because of whatever the reason is, like somebody else is already doing it yeah. or I can't look like them. Um, you're just holding, it's like, it's like, um, holding someone back from a, a gift yeah. that you want to, you could be giving them, you know, and same when it comes to like nervousness around the actual selling part, which is like saying your price and giving people a very easy way to give you their money. Like yeah. <laughs> when you are, when you're making it hard for them, it's like, that is just holding them back from you being able to give them a gift. If what you're offering is a quality product or service, which I'm assuming if you're listening to this podcast, it is. Yes. And um, I, you may have heard this before, but again, this is like another little cheesy thing that I say, but when your heart is on service, there's no need to be nervous. So like, yes, if you are selling something that helps people's lives, don't be nervous about it. Like, yeah, of course people might not receive you well. They might say no, and that's okay. That's not for them. Right. But like, 
being yourself is one of those other things that I think that we get caught up in this comparison, like cyclone of like, I'm not like this person. I need to be more like them. And your brilliance, your uniqueness, the reason someone will work with you is because of all those random things that you have, that you care about, that you exude. Um, and it's because we all have the same services, right? Like there's a ton of funnel coaches out there and you will possibly, you know, work better with one of them. But if you like my style, if you enjoy having fun in business, which is something I like to do. Um, and if you have a mission behind your business, that isn't just, I want to make money. It's like, I want to help people. Then I might be the coach for you. But if you're looking for something else, they're out there. Look for them. You got to get that. What is it? Kick your mom in the pants spice. With- <laughs> uh, slap What's your this? mama. If you want to somebody that like mama. slap your mama spices, I'm right here. <laughs> yeah. You got to You got to find your spice and own it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, yes. All right, Rachel. So tell us how we would be able to find you and connect with you online. Absolutely. So I am most active on my Instagram. And so my Instagram handle is Rachel Crompe. It's R-A-C-H-E-L-K-R-A-M-P-E. And um, that's also my Facebook. So you can connect with me there. And then rachelcrompe.com is where you can find other resources as well. But definitely follow me on Instagram. I think that is the best place for us to connect. So yeah. Well, thank you so much. This was really helpful. And I loved the healthy dose of mindset. That was like the best treat. So thank you. (laughs) You're totally welcome. To learn more about She Built This and to join our community and get involved for yourself, visit www.shebuiltthis.org.